All right, today on the Av Podcast is the annual NBA season previews where we break down each conference all the way down from the bottom to the top. Now, we're going to do it a little differently this year. We're splitting the conferences up across four episodes, but instead of doing it over two days, we're going to knock them out over four days all the way to the end of the week. All right, so from today until Friday. So I'm joined by the co-host of the Eastern Conference and annual shotgun rider of this episode, one of the owners of the Red Rush Ontario AAU program and Team XL Hoops basketball program, Randall Walter, as you break down the lottery teams of the east side. All right, so that means breaking down Jordan Poole's new path, our thoughts on the mellow ball. You, you, you know what? Let's not spoil it. We're just going to drop it right now. All right. And this was recorded last week before Kai Jones was officially released from the Charlotte Hornets. We may or may not have some things to say about Kai Jones. Okay, May. Connect with my catalog over at SouthShareAve.com. One more time for emphasis, that's SouthShareAve.com. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons. And also, if you're on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify, and you haven't hit up the five stars underneath my logo, I thought we was tight, man. I thought we was tight. Let's fix this right now. Five, please. Anyways, to have, it's the Av Podcast with Cal C on Sasha Rap Radio. Let's hoop. Welcome to the Av Podcast with Cal C on South Sharab Radio. Welcome to the Av Podcast and welcome back. Welcome back to the NBA season preview, man. Like, this is what is this year? Year eight? Holy crap, man. Yeah. Man, year seven, year I'm not even sure anymore. It's been going on for a minute. It's been going on for a minute. So, how we always break this down is. We break down each conference from the bottom to the top because the Western Conference will be out later in the week. Uh, but right now, I got my annual guest outside of the first episode. He's been the annual guest every year for this. It's the South Shirai family member, head coach of Team XL Hoops basketball program, one of the founders of Red Rush Ontario's AAU program. And we used to call him the CEO of Team Lightskin. But I actually forgot he upgraded himself last year to to the Godfather of, of Team Lightskin. So you 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 the one that's listed it may call him Beige Corleone, but we call Ooh. him Randall Walter over here. All right. So how you doing, Mister Walter? Matt, your intros are getting better and better and better. Beige Corleone, that's the new hashtag. I like that one. I like that one. I, I like that one. I, you know what? I coined it last year. I should trademark it, but I coined it last year. And you know what? I, and I just—I think I just kind of forgot about it until Ooh, recently. I'm getting I'm like, old now, man. It's beige Corleone. I'm like, yo, this is beige perfect. Corleone. There's a lot of haters out there, so I'm—I'm I'm, I'm willing to to walk around with, with you know, yo, the, take, the, the, keep the, take the gun. What was it? Was it the cannolis? Leave the cannoli. Yeah. Leave the cannolis. <laughs> yo, the, the fedoras, the ascots. It's ready. It's, it's online, Randall. It's ready to go. The linen pants. It's ready. You ready on for this? Deck. You ready for this? <laughs> yo, can you believe how how time flies? We've been talking about the Eastern Conference for what almost a decade now. Close to a decade. This is crazy. Hey, all viewers. This guy tried to switch it up on your on the beige Corleone. He tried to switch it up last year and tap me to the Western Conference. What kind of insult is that? Come on, man. You got you got to work. You, you you got you got to create like an Italian Antiguan accent to 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 make this thing really pop. 
we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got time. We got time. We're gonna we, we're gonna we work time. on it. But we we we're breaking this down every year from the bottom to the top, from the worst to the best. So this is gonna be That's split right. into two episodes: the lottery edition and then the playoff mm-hmm. edition. All right. So let's get started, man. Let's 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 get into it right now. Number fifteen, we got the Washington Wizards. Should we just skip over this team and just talk about Drake's response to Joe Button instead? <laughs> I like Drake's response <laughs> better than Joe, to Joe Button's than uh, than, than the, the Wizards right now. Oh man! Um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing after that Brad Beal's um, mess. I mean, he needed to get out of there. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But what the hell are they doing? I don't, I don't they know. should re- relocate, man. Sorry to all my DC heads. You know, big up old school Chocolate City. Big up what was the club we used to go to see? Dream. <laughs> big up Dream. All, all, all participants of Dream. <laughs> but this is like the bad news bears. I, 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 on the bright side, I think Kuzma is going to have a breakout year. Um, but outside of that. Oof. Jordan Poole and Kuzma, oh, two light skins together. That's just a catastrophe. In Chocolate City. <laughs> I don't even know if them boys like chocolate, so it don't even matter. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Now they really got to get out. Now they really got to get yeah. out of there. But yeah, so. to me, looking at the roster, and if you, if you guys don't look at this roster, this this to me is, I think, is going to be the worst team in the NBA like oh, by, yeah. by far. By far. By far. Like, They're going to be horrendous. And you know what, Randall? I, I, I didn't think the Warriors sending Poole to, to Washington was like purgatory until like a few weeks ago when I actually looked at the roster. When I looked at the yeah. roster again, I was like, yo, this is a really badass. Like, this is a terrible team in the worst way possible. And and mm-hmm. honestly, the only reason why I don't think we, we pay attention to it enough because of our aforementioned love for D.C., for Chocolate City. I think we don't. You know, we don't we don't think of Chaka City being a shitty place to play, you know, to live oh. and play. We love DC, so you know, I just don't think of it that way. But that that team right now is purgatory. Well, like, what what moves have they made since the Beal and um, what's it, my man, man? Even him, he's he's out. I don't know if he's in the league anymore. He was a, the backcourt they had. Um, John Wall. I can't. Re- I can't see. I can't remember this guy's name, man. <laughs> That's John, how bad it is. John Wall. John Wall. Like, remember, remember the whole back in the day when they were like, "We're the best backcourt in the NBA." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to put some pieces around them, and they're kind of like, they they were kind of like were like mid mid midway, like mid pack. Yeah. Right. And and it was kind of them and the Raptors, and they're always kind of like, who's going to kind of take that next step to the echelon. And they just kind of stayed status quo. And status, yo, if you're not going forward, you're only going backwards, man. You know what I mean? The, the, There's I no think, just staying there. <clears throat> I, I think what's crazy about them, too, is, like, think about the this franchise. This franchise mm-hmm. has always been mid. They've always mm-hmm. been mid for, like, as long as I've – I've. when have you ever remember the, 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 the Wizards or the Bullets being, like, a top-tier team in, 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 since you've been watching basketball? They've always been a great well, place to go. They've always had yeah. some good players here and there, some stars, some superstars, depending on how you look at Gilbert Arenas. They got Michael Jordan, but the old Michael Jordan, not like the Bulls Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? They got the 38-year-old, not the 28-year-old version. 
<laughs> you know, so it's it's like, but they've just they've always been like a mid tier team, like at best for like thirty years, and it's like they're going right back to the bottom again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're they're relegated to the bottom. I don't see a, a light at the end of the tunnel unless they make a massive haul. Like even the fact that they got rid of Przingis and Beal is showing me that they're just in tank mode. And what's even w- Worse about this, I'm. Mean, we're spending way too much time talking we, about. We the really Wizards. are. We really are. We should have been <clears throat> but, talking but, about the Drake and Joe Button thing more. But go on. Facts, but but I don't see and and I hate to to. I never like downplaying talent coming up, but out of all the draft classes next year and the year after, I don't see anything that's going to change a franchise around. I see some good pieces, mm-hmm. talent coming up, but no generational talent at least. For the foreseeable future. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? You're going to tank for what? That's it's it's like I would have just said, "Yo, let me trade all these pieces for you." Don't give me old draft picks. Like, give me draft picks, sorry, but don't give me give me some really good young talent that I can groom and grow with as a unit. Keep them all together and just grow together, right? Mm-hmm. Get a good young coach. Get a good young system, like a good system, surrounded by I mean, young talent that are bought in. They may get their heads kicked in now, but in two, three years, you'll be like, "Hey, this this team's solid, right?" And you add now the draft capital kicks in, and then boom, you start building, right? Well, that, um, that that's the scary part. I mean, the the funny thing is, the, the sorry, the the funny thing is, like Kuzma and and Poole are the are the two vets. In terms of like mm-hmm. championship experience and that kind of stuff, because both of them got rings, ironically, right? Like, like I think with Jordan Poole, I think the biggest thing now going forward is like, where does his career go now that he's landed here? Like, it's crazy to see that. Think about this, Randall. Like, 15, 16 months ago, this guy was fresh off of winning a ring and was like celebrating in the locker room with Wiggins, talking about, you're going to get a bag. No, no, no. You're going to get a bag. No, 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 no. You're going to get a bag. Mm-hmm. And you go mm-hmm. from that to this and like like yo like the life moves fast man shit that's what i'm saying so so with the punch now like post punch we're gonna see where his career goes forward because usually you know when you when you're when you're a good player and you land on like a shitty team like this you go from champion you go from sugar to shit like this (laughs) it's like you sometimes you don't bounce back you know what i mean like it's it's at least he's not in like a shitty city like he's in a great city so, you know, like, so you can take your mind off in a lot of ways in that aspect. But in all seriousness, yeah. like, I, I feel like it can go either way for Poole right now. Like, either he can learn from this, become a vet, become this this leader, and that can propel him. It's kind of like way back in the day when, like, Mitch Richmond was was on Run TMC, and then they sent him to Sacramento, and they were shit for so many years. But he just kept <laughs> building. And, he, and yeah. he still ended up being in the Hall of Fame. But he was, like... Sacramento was shit for so long, but you're like, yo, but that guy there? No, no, no. Don't mess with that guy. That guy's nice. You know what that's I mean? Like, right. even MJ's like, no. Like, that's one of my hardest guys to play against. Like, that guy's nice. So, Poole can either be that guy or he can be a guy that, like, you know, four or five years from now, he's the he's the guy that got punched in the face by Draymond Green. You know what I mean? So, it was like, we, we got to see where this goes. But there's a fork in the road that he can go. It's going to be interesting to see where, where, this, where this is headed. But... Sugar the shit right now, like that to me is wild. We really are talking about this team too long. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, number fourteen, we got the Detroit Pistons. Be honest, yeah. do, do, do you honestly know where they're what they're doing at this point? Well, okay, so adverse to what we just talked about with Houston, I do think that Washington. You mean? 
I mean, I mean, sorry, sorry. When we talk about Washington, I do think that there are pieces here that I'm interested to see how they develop. Yeah. Right. When I look at the roster at hand, yeah, do I know what they're doing? Not necessarily, but I do <laughs> think they're going into a, a more youthful mode. Like their their core, their youthful core is very intriguing. Like mm. I think Kate Cunningham could develop into a top. 15 player in the league eventually right yeah. like once some guys start the legs start going he's he's the next gen up that that should be one of the top guys in 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 the league right um Absolutely. i love the addition of that the, that, that twin the, the uh i don't know if it's a czar thompson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uzar whatever that kid that kid like he's like um remember when detroit had the bad boys not the bad boys sorry that squad with um Rasheed Wallace yeah, and yeah. Phillips and all that. Yeah. And you're like, all those guys were like, everyone was like, they don't got a, like really anyone that's a start. No, no, no. They were all solid, like above average stars. They weren't superstars. They're but, you know, you, stars, though, you sure. remember there was that one guy they had um, in, 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 oh, man, skinny dude, man. Um, yeah, Tayshaun Prince. Yeah. Like, Tayshaun just did everything really well he, did, he wasn't very good at this he wasn't very good at that he just really good played his role that, that this this young man is in the vein of that type of player if you get him around just a bunch of solid good guys he'll bring out his game to be that kind of utility guy that just does it all he's a great defender he can score he's athletic uh he's I, working on his jumper yeah, Thompson. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you th- like that's a guy I look at that's an intangible piece to growth, right? Mm-hmm. Look, everyone's on Wiseman. Come on, man. Like you again, you can't deny the intangibles. Forget about like okay, he everyone says he has bad basketball IQ. But you can't deny the guy's like what, seven two, whatever he is, with all these intangibles and skill and the skill set he has, if he can lock in and really, really lock in and develop himself on and off the court mentally physically he could be a force in the east too right mm-hmm. and you go down the line you have uh, jade and ivy that's a great backcourt with, with cunningham right yeah um the rest of them i don't you know i think isaiah stewart is a good guy you know they got some some vets coming in like you know bagley some guys with some baggage coming in do i think that they're gonna i, I mean i think they could potentially be hired at 14 this year okay it just depends on I just I, like are they are they a playing team? No, no, hell no. It's not even it's not no. even going that far. No, but are they? But could they be? You know, around that twelve, thirteen spot if things fall, things are aligned and 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 they start balling together. I mean, I would be surprised. I would be surprised next year. We're like, hey, maybe they are a playing team after a couple of moves. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, right now they're at the stage of the we're just accumulating talent portion of the program. They haven't gotten right. to like the what are we going to do with this talent portion of the program yet because they got mm-hmm. they got three bigs on their team. Two of them, according to according to reports, um, they have basically fighting for for the backup spot, which is uh, which funny enough is Wiseman and um, and Bagley, and and then the other one and whoever loses that battle isn't going to get any playing time. So to me. If you're gonna do that, which I think that the, which I think is interesting, that's what Monty Williams has set up. Why didn't you get rid of one of them in the summer then? If that's gonna be yeah. the case, you know what I mean. I, I find that I think that's a little bit weird. Like, 
Everywhere. So um, who's your starting center? Well, it's going to be Durant, I guess, from what it sounds like. If if they're making these two guys battle to the death, oh, yeah, probably about Durant. Durant. Yeah. Yeah, Durant, yeah. He's a, he's a solid piece, he's a, too. Yeah, he's a, he's a solid piece. Like, and that's just said, they're, they're at this stage where they're just accumulating talent. Like, I think the, 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 the dirty little secret, well, I don't even know if it's a dirty secret, but, like, Kay Cunningham, um, to your point, he went to, I don't know if people realize this, but, you know, for the, the ball heads know, but, like, with Team USA, he was on the Team Select team preparing Team USA to go to the World Cup. They well, said for that week that they, the Team Select was playing the actual um, the, the, the squad that went over yep. to, 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 to Manila, to the Philippines. They well, said on both squads he was the best player, like, for that week. Like, better than Halliburton, better than Edwards. They were like, he was actually the best player, like, in that, in that week that he was there at least. You know, like they said, he he performed the best out of all 24 people that was on that squad, on both squads, which I thought was really interesting. And they said he got bigger, and they said the game was, like, in super slow motion for him. And to be honest, I think last year him getting hurt was, like, as basketball fans, it's it, it, um, we missed out because I, his rookie season, I was like, I didn't see him a lot in college, but his rookie season, I was like, yo, this kid can ball. Like, I hate Detroit watching them play because they're so shitty. But I'm like, but that guy there, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm going to keep this on this League Pass channel to watch him play. And mm. and you're telling me now he got better. He got he got bigger. You know what I mean? I'm like, to me, I'm like, that is like, I mean, he's the future. I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. That's that's a that's a top 15 player in a few years. Like, he's, mm -hmm. he's, he's coming down the pipeline fast. And if he's bringing some of these guys with him, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. They're highly talented. But I, I just, to me, I'm just like, I don't know what they're doing with all this yet. Like, I, I like Monty, you know, and I think the contract that he signed, it means like he's going to be there for, for a while. You know what I mean? He's going to have some time to try to put it all together. But right now it's kind of like, it's not a blank canvas. It's like a canvas that has colors on it, but like, you don't know whether you got to paint some more shit on top of it or you just got to start over again, you know, but. With that said, though, Randall, there's going to be some nights where you're going to be flipping through channels and you're going to be like, yo, Detroit's playing so-and-so. You're going to see Cade and and and, um, and Thompson and Ivy running the break, and you're going to be like, yeah, you know you know what? I'm, I'm going to watch them play Orlando for this whole game. You know what I mean? Like, you're just <laughs> – yeah. like, there, there's going to be some nights where you're going to be like, man, I, I got I to sit back and watch Cade play. I got to sit back and watch this, this Thompson kid play who, like, from the highlights, like – those twins are man. They look like they're going to be special. Yeah, no, I'm with you on it. Yeah, and 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 shout out to your boy Casey. At least they moved him to front office. They didn't fire him. They just moved him to front office. He still got a job, right? He still got a job. That's my guy. <laughs> he still got a job. Good. <laughs> At least he's still around. He's still around. Number thirteen, actually, we got the Charlotte Hornets. Now that yeah. now that Lamelo Ball signed his his two hundred sixty million dollar extension. Do you think he asked for a trade next season? To where? Anywhere. I don't know. That's a great question. Now, now, I, I don't think so. I really think that. Look, one thing that I'm, I, about the balls is that they're very aware about their marketability. They're very aware about sustainability because I think they've learned through the older brother and the younger brother. Like so. I would say that, at least for the for the near future, um, and I say near future like in three years, 
I don't see him going anywhere because I think that this team is his team. It's officially yeah. stamped his team. Right. If he goes somewhere else, he maybe you know that that takes away from his marketability. Do I, do I don't even think? He, okay, I'll go as far to say this, and I could be totally wrong for saying this, but my impression on him is I think he would rather leave the game. Like if you were to say, "Hey, Lamelo, you have two paths. Your first path is you can end up." averaging 30 points a game, like a double-double, almost triple-double, and, you know, you may make the playoffs every two years. You're on the cusp all the time. You may, you're never going to win a championship, but you're on. You're kind of a, a guy that has the name. You've made multi-millions and millions of dollars. You get a multi, all these endorsements, life-changing stuff. Or would you rather the path where, you know, you're an all-star every year, or would you rather the path where you're, you're on a team. You're an all-star. You're you're sometimes second fiddle. You've won five championships. You've made your millions, but not as much. You're not getting the Gordy stats because you're playing with a better team, right? But you're a champion at least more than twice. He would choose the other. I, I, My I impression of him is I agree he would choose the other. <laughs> he doesn't care. I, I agree with he you. Cares. Like I, that's just what I see. So why would he go to another team if he's the guy? That's his city. That's his town. He's going to go down as he could spend the whole career in Charlotte, not win a chip, and be one of the greatest players to ever play for Charlotte. And and he'll be fine with that. It's just who he is. In my mind. I could be totally wrong. I don't know the guy. It's just my impression. Right? And, you know, again, this is a team that they have talent, but where are they going? Like, they, like are they a I don't see I see them always kind of flirting on a playing team. Like the last spot of a playing team. Right, at best. At best. Like I, I think I think the way this 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 whole um organization goes is on the heels of Ball and Miller. I'm not a I like I watched Miller play last year at Alabama. He's a good talent. Is he as good as everyone thinks he is? And I'm I'm not sold on that. I look, I think he's a Great player. I'm not saying he's not, but I don't know if he's a cornerstone to building a team on with 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 ball. I don't know yet, and and maybe he might be right. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, yeah, no, no. I, I would ask you then. Then do do you think that Charlotte made a a draft mistake on the levels of drafting like Greg Oden over KD or Sam Bowie over Jordan by not taking Scoot? I like, just think that Scoot and and, and and listen, I, I, look. It's kind of like at this point, if you're looking at intangibles, right? Um, the intangibles of Miller may fit better with Ball because he's bigger, he can do a little bit more. But I think in regards to having a dynamic duo right now, I would have said for me, I would have said Scoop, right? Because you, like Ball is a huge point guard that could kind of play off Ball. Vice versa, where, where where Scoot is a smaller, they call him a point guard. But I think he's just like a two guard, like kind of a Wade, right? Right. And 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 so I think you could balance that dynamic with, with both of them, right? Um, that would be my impression. But again, I don't. It may work out. It's yet to see. The jury's out, right? It may be. It's just my opinion. Who am I, right? But but if it was me, look, I was wrong with 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 with, with Scotty with Scotty Barnes, right? So. Right. I can't because I looked at Scotty Barnes and I still like we'll get to, to the Raptors. But <clears throat> look, I think 
Miller can be in the vein of a Scotty Barnes, right? Mm. With a better jump shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all knew Scotty had the intangibles, but I was like, at the time, looking at what they needed, I just thought, you know, we needed a point guard. But it is what it is right now. So I'd like to hear what you have to say. No, I, I think, I think like Miller, I think the Miller kid is going to be good. But when you make that kind of move, like from, because by all accounts, it's sounding like right now, like they, they messed up not drafting Scoot. Now, and I and I know Scoot looks really good. You know, obviously mm-hmm. we're going to talk like you know later in the week we're going to talk about um, him on Portland and and obviously getting for the fact that when when Lillard wanted to come back to Portland when the Miami deal didn't work out and the GM was still like, nah, we good, we still getting you out of here. Like it tells you like how good you know. Number one, they of course they want to move on, but then also too it tells you like how like how high they think of this Scoot kid, right? So, yeah, I'm say, so I'm saying yeah. if you're Charlotte and you you draft Miller over Scoot, I'm okay with that because I think Miller is going to be good. But, man, you better throw all your development into this kid. Like, you're in a market where, like, it's tough, even though it's growing as a, as a community, an urban community. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to fuck up the picks. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's kind of like Toronto. You, don't, you just don't land free agents like that in Charlotte. You know what I mean? Even though it's a right. basketball town, even though the city's growing by the day, like – the heavy pressure, it's it's really heavy for, for Miller to to succeed. I do like him on this team though. But I just think like if you're gonna if you're not gonna draft Scoot, like this kid has to be like he's gotta be at least really good or an all star. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like for, for that to be like Yeah, they didn't draft Scoot, but but yo, but Miller's tough. You know what I mean? And yeah. like and like him and Ball, like Scoot and Ball could have worked good together, maybe. But to your point, where I think like like balls kind of in that first vein where it's like I want all the accolades and all the stars being the guy on this team. I don't know if he would. I don't would would he have wanted to work with Scoot? You know, I'm, I'm sure they probably ran that by him before they gave him the extension, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would mm-hmm. think so. So I, I think if he put it this way, I think if he really wanted to play with Scoot, Scoot would be there. Yeah. I, I would I would say that much, but like. Yeah, this this team it's a, it's a weird it's a weird mix because they're in now that they got Miles Bridges back like they're kind of like back to where they started which is like mediocrity they're gonna win about forty games you know what I mean they're gonna flirt with the play in they're gonna be exciting to watch the fast breaks are gonna be crazy the highlights are gonna be crazy. Ma- hold on hold on hold on hold on you think Miles Bridges is that much of a difference maker I know he had a great season before like last year did you think he's that dynamic well, of a player to, to catapult them to a to well, I mean, think about it. Like they before he before he got suspended for the year or whatever that was, or took that whatever this was, where he was kind of on sabbatical for for all the off court legal issues. Like when he went through all of that, they, I mean, and then of course Ball got hurt. I mean, they they won like twenty something games, or whatever. But the year before, they they they, they I mean they were flirting with the play in the two years. They, I mean, he was he was averaging twenty a night. No, I remember that. Yeah, yeah he was that was, two, that, was like, so, that was like almost three I'm, years ago. I, yeah, years ago. but I'm again, I'm not saying this guy's like this all star player, but you lose twenty mm-hmm. nights, twenty points a game without any replacement yeah. for it, you're gonna take a fall. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like him coming back, it kind of just puts them back to where they were before, which is like around this spot. Maybe they might flirt with the play in, maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the East is a little better. Some there's some more talent. I mean, but forget all about that, Randall. What the hell's going on with Kai Jones? You tell me, man. No, you you, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about this ancillary stuff about the team being good. 
I've never seen a seven footer try to throw throw away his career for TikTok. Like yeah. this man right now is trying to be Chris Brown. Like I don't understand isn't he, isn't, what's happening. Isn't he, isn't he from the Bahamas? I don't know where he's from. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's I think he's he's a Bahama mama. <laughs> yeah, he's, so, he's so, so on the West Indian tip, do we the Caribbean tip? Do we have to claim him? No, no, <laughs> no. I just wanted to put that out there that I, 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 I for some reason I thought he was. Yeah, he's um. Yeah, you're right. He is from the Bahamas, but that's American. That's that's like that's like the American side. So he, he counts as an American. He, <laughs> he counts as an American, but that I don't know. Like I, you know, I'm not to say I follow along with with Kai Jones like I'm following on Instagram. But every time I see this this like stuff with him in the summer, it ain't good. It just it looks like a mental breakdown. Like I don't know what's going on. Like 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 I I wish him good mental health and. You know, and 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 Godspeed going forward, because right now, man, oof, that is not looking like a good situation over there. Like he's he's not even on right now. He's on like he's on leave right now, basically. Before he oh, was training camp, man, I didn't know that. I thought he was. I thought he he reported training. Camp. No, he's he's on leave right now. Like like, like oh. he didn't even he didn't even make training camp. So so clearly, there's an issue happening here. I don't know what's going on. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to speculate, but yo, that, you want to know? You want to know something? See, was that? They didn't do anything in the off season, out like outside of having a good draft pick. Like a, a you know, I think Brandon Miller is a talent. Yeah, but they didn't do anything in the off season to show me that they want to go any further. Because yeah, like they have pieces that are just sitting there rotting. Like like again, package out. Like look, I I still think Terry Rozier in the right situation could be a really good starting point guard. Yeah, flip him. Him flip him to a spot that needs a PG. Um, like look, Gordon Hayward. I'm not saying he's the old Gordon Hayward before all the, the, the unfortunate injuries, but the guy's a walking bucket. Like he could go somewhere and, and, and help a, 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 you know, a contender. Mm-hmm. You know, like come off the bench and average like you know anywhere between ten to fifteen points. Like those are pieces you could flip. I'm looking at these some of these guys there. I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot they were there. Right, like yeah. There's there's some there's some interesting pieces that they can flip to help. They have way too much. They they have like power fours. They can flip some of these guys and get some talent like to grow with the young guys they have. Well, actually, it's funny. Do you say that he's on his last year of his contract too? So that that is actually a good expiring. That that's a good expiring oh. trade like for for a team that's like that. So you're right. This is this could be one of those teams where like contenders are going to be like kind of like vulturing around picking the carcass off somebody's yeah. somebody's roster and I, and I think with him being that he's uh he'll be an unrestricted free agent going into the summertime you know expiring contract that might be a good move to make if you're like one of these teams that think like you know what that one move can make make the difference between being a playoff contender to now oh we might get a ring now with this guy being like on mm-hmm. our, like a depth so it's it's a good point. It's a good point. But like he's he's in this last year of his deal. Remember, Charlotte overpaid for him in the first place because they know they couldn't get free agents, right? Like yeah. he's making like he's yeah. looking at his contract that right now. Jordan. He's making 31, 31 mil this year. Yeah. Yeah. You won't. Those are, gone gone is the good old days. No, for for <laughs> for, for sure. Before we move on, again, um Godspeed to Kai Jones, man. <laughs> like yo, this shit is crazy. It's a long guy, John. <laughs> this shit is crazy. This shit, this shit is crazy. Um, but are you surprised? Are you surprised with this generation of of of, of guys? 
uh, to be honest, mental health is an all time high, to, man. To, and, to, and I'm sure. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying, mental health is at all time high, man. And and I'm sure like the pressures of with social media and everybody wants to find their identities. You know, he can't just go in a bubble and hide. So the only way they know to lash out with their five minutes of fame is to go on um, social media and act a fool. And the world has to watch them melt down. It's unfortunate. Yeah. What I wonder is why don't they have people in their camp to settle their ass down? I know. Whether 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 it's team or just, just himself, like family yes. members, friends. Like, who's taking the phone away? And I'll be yes. honest with you, to, to add to your point, I don't think this is the last time we're going to see a, a professional athlete or celebrity do this. I mean, we're already seeing it. We're, we, we've been seeing this from celebrities mm-hmm. and stuff. This won't be the last time a professional athlete does this. I don't think. You know what I mean? I, I think I think we may see more of this coming down the pipeline, just to your point. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, number 12, we got the Orlando Magic. You remember mm-hmm. you remember when Fran, uh, Franchilla said that uh, Bruno was two years away from being two years away? How? Mm-hmm. How, how many years away do you think Orlando is from being a, a playoff contender? Listen, they even – how do I put this? They may be able to make the playoffs this year, the play Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, it's, again, they're young. They're talented. I think the only issue I have with this roster is that there's way too many point guards. So I always thought they were – there was some trade emanating in the background to get a solid piece to come in with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they can, if they can swing a trade to get a solid vet to come in, I, I still think they need something around like a in that small forward, mm-hmm. you know, range. They could have flipped like, hey, someone like a Gordon Hayward, like mm-hmm. just someone to come in, like like they need that one piece to solidify them that lineup. Yeah, all these guards. Flip it for something, you know, maybe a three-way trade. I don't know. I'll have to look at rosters, but they need that. They're missing that one piece. Is is funny based on based on um, where his contract is. I know we just finished talking about him, but that actually wouldn't be a bad place for for Hayward to land next year. You know, not for a crazy contract, of course, but like it wouldn't be the worst place to, for him to end up. Because you're right, like. I don't understand. This is another team I don't understand in terms of the collection of talent. You have four guards, like four lead guards. Like I don't understand yeah. what you do. You got you got you drafted Anthony Black, who's basically like a like a lead combo guard. guard. You got yeah. Markel Fultz, who basically transformed himself. You gave him money, and we're drafting Anthony Black. And then you still got well, Suggs there. You still have Paul yeah. Anthony there. It's weird. Yeah. Like what? Are they Very doing? weird. I have no idea. You have four solid guards that can just flip two of them. You can flip two of them, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't get it. And make matters worse, I heard they were going after Van Vliet at one point. They were. They were. Which again, I'm like, which made less sense to me, especially seeing that, like, again, you you had Fultz that was actually balling, and then you drafted Anthony Black. You're still looking at like Van Vliet. Like it just, it, I don't understand. Like, there's some teams, Randall. I don't understand how they're GM sometimes. I don't. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. I actually, some don't get some it. guys, some guys, what they do is they look for the best talent on the board, and then they look, they think, okay, maybe we could flip. But you know, we're going into training camp. They didn't do anything, but like, I don't get it. <laughs> so, because so, 
Because one of these guards are going to be pissed. You, you, at the very worst, at the, the best situation is you hope it's Anthony Black just because he's a rookie. You know what I mean? And he's, and he's in that earn your minutes kind of phase. But if it's not, if it's not Anthony Black, if Anthony Black is not, is not last on that depth chart, one of these guys are going to be pissed with their playing time. It's probably going to be Cole Anthony. To be honest yeah. with you. Or Suggs, to be honest with you. Because even Suggs, well, like Suggs is pretty good, but like Yeah. The way like developing. Was, yeah, I'm like, dude, like at this stage it's kinda like, do, do you are, are we really gonna keep him? Like is nah, like, I, like I traded him in it. Yeah, I tr- I trade him now. Like to me, like it is you, Yeah. I, like it, like it has shoot. To. It makes no sense what they're doing in, in that aspect. Uh, I got ideas, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. But but right now their front court is blessed. Hell yeah! The, the yeah, front court yeah. is blessed. You you got yeah. Apollo. No. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 sorry, go ahead. No, I so said you, you, you got you got you got you got. No, Apollo. no. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? I say you got it. Oh, you are right where I'm going. Oh yeah yeah yeah. No, you got Paulo. You got Franz Wagner, and and then you got Wendell Carter backing them up. Now I I think the FIBA World Cup experience is gonna help them both, and. As much as I think Paulo's the truth, because I've been on this guy's yeah. bandwagon from day one, I think he's the truth. Only you, stole, only, you stole him from me in fantasy. I sure did. I sure did. And I ain't giving him up, at least for another two years <laughs> until we do the three-year thing. I ain't giving him up. But, um, but like, honestly, only real ball heads know how good um, France is. Like, if they can continue to coexist, they're going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like Franz is Franz Wagner is really good. Like I mm-hmm. like that is that is a like that is a young up and coming baller. That that kid can that kid can hoop. Mm-hmm. That kid can hoop. But but the two of them together, I, I like I think man, they got something there. But until they get rid of the guards, like you got to build around those guys and just figure out the guard situ- situation. But I think after what Fultz did, keep Fultz and figure out the situation with the rest of the guys, like. Flip one of the flip two of those guards and get something that can help shore this foundation of Franz and Paulo, especially with Paulo. Figure something. You know, you don't see who was a, 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 a sh- I love this guy, man. Like if I was a GM, he would be on my team. I love Joe Ingles. He's just a great locker room guy. He 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 does a lot of it. He, he's a culture guy, right? And the fact they got him. That low key, I like is it. A amazing pickup. Yeah, amazing pickup. Yep. I agree with you. I, I agree with um, you. I think guys like Jonathan Isaac. I think he's had injury problems, right? He's yeah. gonna come into his own. Um, you, like you said, Wendell Clark. I don't. I, I don't know how much when I watch Wendell Clark's game, I see so much talent. I just don't see someone that puts the work in. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know him. It's a perception. Perception sometimes can be reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of guys like on this team. I'm just interested to see what's the next step they're going to take. Yeah. They, I mean, because even with the Jonathan Isaacs, I mean, he's been really injury prone. But, like, yeah. he's got Balthus. some talent, too. Being, I mean, he's, he's missed so much time. It's like, I don't know what you're really expecting. I mean, he just, he just had offseason hip surgery. Mm-hmm. So... Like you know, what I'm saying like I don't know, I don't know, like if you can depend on that at all at this stage, but a- again, just you have two foundational pieces right now, you you know, possibly a franchise player of Apollo. Just continue to build around those guys. Ingles is a good start. Like I'm looking back on the roster, they still got Gary Harris on their team too. 
Yeah. Like, but what, Gary Harris. I know, yeah. I know. But I'm just saying, like, they just got too many guards. Like, just take a couple of them and just get it. Just get some pieces for 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 Paulo and Franz. You know, like that's it. Yeah. Like, like to me, like they got some talent on their team, and it's and it's and it's interesting to me too because like you would think that a place with no state tax and great weather, they Ooh. would attract more free agents, have an easier time, but they just. They just have a hard time just getting guys that they they want, and I mean, yes, they're they're they gotta be a better team, of course. So they gotta run their foundation, not foundation, their their franchise a little bit better for, for to attract free agents. But that's never been a place that people want to go to, even though it's it doesn't have the glitz and glamour of Miami. But like, yo, you know, Orlando was. I mean, I was there in December. I was I was driving through Tampa and driving through Orlando just a few months back. It's twenty eight degrees down there, bro. It's it's great weather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great weather, no state tax too. So it's like, it's like, how did they just not get guys at all? So I think this season is kind of one of those seasons where it's like, if those, if those two take the team where they're supposed to go, and like at least show like the, the the continued development, they're gonna land somebody. Some some vets gonna want to come there and play and just be like, okay, I, I see where this is going. But we'll see. But like I said, they, historically they don't they don't land they don't land free agents off the rip. They usually draft well. So. I mean, and they kind of did it again, so we'll we'll see where it goes from here. But it's interesting. I don't know. Like I, I just I just think, to your point, they gotta flip one of these guards. It's it's I think it's a, it's screaming for a trade. Um, number eleven, which is kind of a surprise to me here, we got the Chicago Bulls. Um, why is Chicago investing further into this ro- this mediocre ass roster? Well, I, I actually. If if I were to, I don't know if I would have if I if I were to do this over again if I would have Chicago there I think um, in my opinion I think Chicago probably is ahead of Brooklyn what I, 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 yeah and no. I say that I say that I say that I say that because they have the experience um, they have guys that are that are coming back from injury right. I believe Ball's coming back, correct? Nope. Oh, he's not. Nope. Oh, she's How long is he out for? The whole year. You want to take it back? <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> I take it. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> wait, wait, yo, but honestly, I think Ball is the missing piece to, yeah. to, for this roster. Yeah. Right. Without Ball, you're right. Like they can't go. They can't move forward. Like Levine's not a point guard. You know, as much as Demar's worked on facilitating, and, and it's unfortunate because these guys are in their prime. Like, I feel bad for someone like Demar. Like, I know. You know, I think when, when everything was aligned with Ball, I think Ball, Levine, Demar, um, Vucevic, you had that core. I felt like that was, you know, that was a core that could have went a little bit further in the East. Like, look, if you were to look at it, talent for talent, they're better than Miami with Ball. With ball, yeah. Yeah, like Miami's not that great from talent. They're a better team, but talent for talent? Come on, man. Like, without it, yeah, I think it's time to blow it up. I, I honestly, for some reason, I thought ball was back. I remember seeing some type of clip or remember he was doing like getting up and down in the yeah, chair yeah, and all yeah, that, that stuff. Was the thing with I was like, right? oh, yeah, I thought he was back. Oh, man, yeah, this, this is bad. This is bad business. I'll blow this up. Yeah, they, blow you, it up. you gotta blow it up, and that's the thing. They've they never pivoted after you got hurt, right? They just mm-hmm. and and, I, and and to your point though, 
that's like with him on this team. Because if everybody remembers, like when they when he got hurt, they were the number one team in the East at the time. Right, right. Mind you, again, it was, it was early, early in the season. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean. No, they, but they looked good. But they looked good, and they were big defensively. They had, um, you know, uh, Caruso kind of and, and Kobe White, and those guys kind of coming off the bench and relieving. You know, what I'm saying like relieving ball and 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 Demar and Levine and like they they had like all those guards are big. Every one of those guards is at least six five six six. You know what I mean? With speed, with with and you know, with the exception of. Um, with the exception of um, of of the two all stars, like they were good defensively and on the perimeter, right? And then and then Ball was facilitating everything, so like they just never to me they they never recovered from that injury. They never recovered. They never pivoted. So it's like they they just stayed kind of locked in this this limbo position. But like Demar's on his last year of his contract. I know he wants to stay, but like you just re upped on Vucevic, you re upped on Kobe White, you re upped on Andre Drummond. Like, hold up! He wants to stay in Chicago. Did yeah, Demar. De- 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 I've heard Demar say recently, like he wants to he wants to end his career in Chicago. Really? He's one of them loyal guys, though, man. You you, you see it with him. He's like one of them because he's a loyal guy. Like you see, like you see the way, like he was like, oh look, look how loyal he was to Toronto. You know what I mean? Even in San Antonio, he was like he was all in with San Antonio, even though they weren't going anywhere. And it's kind of in the same situation here. Like he he became the number one guy as opposed to Levine, and even though Levine's getting all the money, but like he's just, he's one of those guys. He's not he's not gonna chase the ring. He's gonna be if he likes the situation, he likes the city. He's all in. I respect him for that though. I respect mm. him for that. But like he's in year fifteen right now. You know what I mean? So it's like the end is coming for Demar. We know he's playing really well. Like it's you know he's he's on the he's starting to come on the other side of his prime. He's young. He's like a thirty four years old, but. Like looking at his uh, his age here, but like he's not. This this isn't a this isn't a spring chicken, man. This this guy's fifteen years in. He's fifteen years deep in the game. He's a vet. Like he's a he's a wow. he's a vet. Like this isn't like a oh he's in his prime. No, he's a vet now. He's a real yeah. vet. Yeah, I'm just wondering now what's 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 on the horizon now for him. Like 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 for this team. Like the only thing I can think of. Let me be honest. Like. Again, a trade is imminent. They have they, they have some length, they have some size. They have a lot of point guards too, like just guys that are just guys. Yeah. But if they're able to flip something, like like you know, I, like look at guys like Terry Rozier. Look at guys like or young. Like I don't think they need a young guy. Oh, you know who they can even look at is someone like Alari. Mm. Just they just need something like a vet to fill in that yeah, like, like a, a vet, vet to fill in that gap that. Yeah. To, they don't need anyone. Like, you don't need a, a point guard that's going to average. They've got two guys that can average over 20 points. They don't need scoring. They need someone that's going to set people up. Just do all the little things, right? Mm-hmm. Come in and, and, and at crunch time, settle down the team. They don't have that. And, I mean, and that's the difference between them, like you said, having them out of the playoffs or them in the play-in, right? Because mm-hmm. That's think, just a difference. Because think about it. Like, last year, they struggled to make the play-in. <clears throat> excuse me, the play-in. I mean, to their credit, they almost they almost got Miami in that last playing spot, but like mm-hmm. they struggled to make the plan, and they eventually lost to Miami. You want to run this back? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if, to me, if they're up and coming, I would get it. Like if these guys were in their fourth and fifth year, I would totally get it. I'm, then I'm like, yeah, re-sign Vucevic and try to keep these guys back. But like at the core, they're true blue vets, 
and you're gonna stay locked into like this mediocre type of like a state where like the equity never grows. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm confused by this. Like if they're like to me, it's like it's them and the like, kind of like the Raptors are kind of similar in this in this thing. But like at least the, the Raptors have Scotty Barnes. At least there's a ceiling where like well this player this player could grow and be something special the next three you know three to five years. This guy could be a perennial All Star that could change our franchise. You know what I mean? Like Chicago doesn't have anybody like that. Who's the guy for them? Patrick Williams? Is it a is it Ao? Who is it? You know what I mean? And is he and he hasn't panned out as well so far. I'm talking about Williams. He hasn't panned out the way that at least I thought he was going to be, and I'm sure a lot of people in that organization thought he was going to be. So like mm-hmm. like their their future isn't bright. So I, I don't know what they got to do, but like like I said, I think the ball injury to your point ruined everything for for. But they just they just they never pivoted. It's almost like it's so it's kind of like you know like they they got broken up with and they just haven't moved on to the to another partner yet. No, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're so still they're still they're still pining for their ex. It's like I think you need to move on. But let's go to the clubs, bro. Let's go to the clubs, man. Yeah. Let's, I think you should go on Tinder, bro. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, uh, let me introduce you to some people. They're still pining over their ex two years later. <laughs> Yo, even Vucevic, like, what is he doing for them? I know. Put all cards in on this roster. Like, I don't get it. Come on, man. I, I don't get it. And, 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 I mean, again, and that's why they're here, right? That's why they're in this spot. So number 10, we got the Indiana Pacers. Should the Pacers be doing what they're doing right now in terms of speeding up the rebuilding process? In regards to what? Like, just because I'm like, the guys that they picked up this summer, like, I, the, they're a young and up-and-coming team. Like, Halliburton became this all-star. We got the bag now. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to Halliburton in a minute. They got, you know, Benny Math, Ben Matherin coming through. They got Nemhard coming through. We're going to get to them in a minute. They picked up some guys. They stole basically Bruce Brown from Denver. They traded for Obi yeah. Toppin for the Knicks, which I actually think is a good trade. Great um, trade, really good trade. I think this is the year, and it, uh, I guess kind of why we where we collectively have them ranked. Like they're gonna fight for a play-in. Like they're this. It's not like all chips are in, but they definitely made moves because they feel like okay, we might fuck around and, and make a playoff. Like that's yeah. that's the kind of moves they kind of made, and I'm kind of like. Should they have maybe waited one more year to do that? You know what I mean. No, but like, no. but just, but just, you know, again, they didn't commit. Like, in terms of Bruce Brown, it's a two-year contract, but it's really only a one-year contract. So it's not like they right. committed like all this money. They didn't commit like five years to Obi Toppin and him. You know what I'm saying? So like, they're kind of in that position still. They can push and then still reassess next year. So it's actually now looking at this kind of smart. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, th- I think they set themselves up perfectly because they. They have a great the, the, the their youth is what I what I would have expected Denver to be by now, right? They just made the right draft picks, developed in the right way, and they brought in good young pieces that just weren't fitting in the environments they were in, mm-hmm. right? Like Obi Topping, that was a great pickup. Yeah. Like yeah, he just it's not that Obi Topping wasn't good; it's just that. He was in New York, and New York was in a whole different stage of development that they didn't have time to wait for Obi Toppin to play Obi Toppin's way there. Mm-hmm. You know, it just you got Zach stagnant there. Like, they got to move him. And then they got, you know, like, Obi, that was a great move. I think he's going to open up his game and flourish there. The style of play fits him better, right? Yeah. 
the the pieces I'm not sure of, mm-hmm. and I think they fit, but I still I, did they fit as more as a complementary piece or a piece that's going to take them over the top is yet for question. Both as Buddy Hill and Miles Turner, right, right. Like so like I don't Hill, know because Hill want I think he apparently requested for a trade after he didn't get his uh, contract extended, right? Right, and what, what are you going to do with, with, with like, like he he helps this roster, but is he a piece that's going to take it over the top right now? Could you get something more for it? Is he worth the, like, put it this way. Is he worth is, $130, like $40 million to keep him? Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. And, and, and his production, outside of his shooting, which is his asset, his production is always around that 15, you know, 15, 17 point mark. Mm. Is he worth... Could you get some of these younger cats to develop and take that? Sorry, take over his production. Yeah, and I say yes because Benny Mack was coming off the bench, giving you almost twenty a night. Like he he may have been a rookie of the year last year. That's what exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah, right, right. Like Miles Turner, was Jalen Smith filled in? Miles Turner was Jalen Smith that much worse as a young? I don't know if he's a second year or third grade player. Was he worse off than like Miles Turner's always injured? There's always something with him. Right, like. Like I thought, Jalen Smith filled the gap in when he was out. Yeah, admirably. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like, would you rather give a young guy like that talent? Would you rather invest in say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna trade these two guys and go into the next draft? We're gonna go into get a, a big right, like someone yeah. that fits what we need, or maybe trade. They're good at finding good pieces. Like maybe trade for somebody that's like not doing anything somewhere. Like maybe they could have got Aiden. If they traded all them pieces, well, they tried to get Aiden, right? But but right. Phoenix resigned yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> now, Aiden would have been phenomenal with this roster. But yeah, I mean, like they're on the up and up. I I, I would I, I'm with you on it. Like they're right on the the cusp of a plan, and you know they're also on the cusp of, of of like you said, saying one trade away from from going a little further, or one trade away from going back. Yeah. Well, you know what. He, listen, man. Last year, and this is where I'm going to give you props because I actually took a took a took some time and and listened back to the um the show last year while prepping for this. Right, you wax poetic about Andrew Nemhard. So did I tell you about I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now. Right, I'm gonna step back for the next thirty seconds. I'm gonna be like one of the guys from Coming to America. And I'm gonna throw the rose petals on the floor <laughs> while you walk on them and talk about Nemhard some more. So go ahead. What do you want to say about Nemhard? Because that Yo. was that was a good call, Randall. I I give you props to that one because he was a second round pick, and yo, and I can't pan out. That kudos to you, kudos to you. Yo, no, but but the thing about the, there's so many players that you look at their game and you can assess them and say this guy right here has a a game that's meant for the league. Scoot yes. is another one, right? I was shocked he was he went that low. Because I'm like, Scoot has a game that's going to translate to the next level. Scoot you're talking about? No, I'm saying like Andrew Nemhard, Scoot, like like Scoot Henders. I'm, I'm surprised Charlotte skipped on Scoot. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. Right? Like, like, like there's certain guys you look at their game, they're like, okay, yeah, maybe at the level they're at, it's not translating. They're struggling a little because, but when you open up the game in the NBA, it's a whole different game. I knew Nembar was going to be somebody. Yeah, you could see it. It's just that he wasn't. NCAA was not wasn't yeah. his game. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't his game. And I even say I even go far to say this: he has a younger brother coming up, mm-hmm. and he's going to be like a 
was it? What are the Jones brothers that are in the league? Those two guards. Oh, Tyus. Like what's that? Yeah. Memphis Tyus yeah. Jones. Yeah. One, yeah. I'll even go as far as he's gonna come in and be in the vein of those guys. Yeah. Next up. Yeah, you, you honestly, you and actually, and shout out to Big Brother Curtis as well because I know he knows the family, but he was like, like he could be an NBA veteran. You know what I mean? And and I'm like, Randall, I'm like, yo, I, I got to give her props because I guess I didn't see it in Gonzaga. I didn't watch him enough. But, yo, man, I, like some of the games he came when it, when Halliburton missed, because Halliburton missed some time last year too, even though he was an all-star. Yep. Like he came in and filled in. Like they almost didn't miss a beat when he was there. I was I was hella impressed with what he did last year. And, I mean, and you know, yeah. like I said, I was all in on, on, on Matherin. I was all in from him because, again, he was in the same conference as my nephew Jalen. So, you know, I got a chance to watch Arizona a lot while watching Jalen, and I'm like, he was a player of the year, so it's not like surprising. But, but again, like I was all in on on Mathurin. and then being from Montreal is the win win too. But, you know, again, bum, bum, bum. we were all in on those guys anyway. But the the Nem hard part, even last year, like one of the one of the probably one of the highlights of the year is is him hitting the game winner on the Lakers over LeBron. Yep. Like that's like like he's gonna basically take that highlight for the rest of his life. But again, it's not going to be a situation where it's like five years from now you're like, yeah, remember that time we hit that shot over over LeBron? Yeah, I wonder what happened. What happened to Nemhard? No, like Nemhard's going to be a, like a 15 year veteran in the NBA, based on how he plays. See, like he's to your point, like he's made for the league. Like I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar or anything like that, but he's he has a game where he's here to stay. He'll be a starting he'll be a starting point guard somewhere. Yeah, just not this team because of Halliburton. No, but like, but well, like, maybe yeah. he will be. Maybe a Trey Halliburton later on in life. You yeah, never know. I don't know about that. You you, you think you <laughs> nah? They ain't. Do, I mean, they just gave him two sixty. They ain't do or two hundred five. They ain't doing that. But I'm just saying. But either but either way, to your point, like this is a this is like a high level role player at, and and I mean, he, and he's young. Like he's not he's not an old player. Like he's young. He's still he's going into year two right now. So yeah. yeah but what I meant what, what I meant by trade is that I could see them playing. I could see that well, he's twenty four years old, but yeah, go on. Yeah, I, 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 I meant to say I could see this core staying together for a while. And what I meant is, after this contract and going down the future, there may be a fork in the road where you're like, you got two dynamic players. And what it comes down to is, depending on what the, the auxiliary pieces and the surrounding pieces are, you, you may be forced to the point of do I do I want to give this guy, let's say, a hundred million. Right or do I want to pay this guy super max when when is the drop off that much? Mm. That's all I'm. I'm not yeah. saying that. I, I'm saying future. Like I'm not saying like anytime soon. Mm. There may be a fork in the road where I'm. Not, and again, I'm not saying Andrew Denbar is going to be an all star. He may be. Who knows? But I'm saying you're just you never know. But I I just think that later down the line, as he continues to develop, he's going to be a good piece, and he's going to be a piece that's going to be potentially looking at you know a starting point guard position somewhere in the league yeah yeah i i i don't i don't just dis, i don't disagree with that i'm just again we messed up and not taking a field trip to uh, the scotia bank arena to watch the Pacers play especially these two canadians i i think we got to try to go watch a game this year to support those guys because like it's it's great to see that both of them are are, are kind of like you know making the Pacers be relevant again you know what I mean? or helping to be to be relevant again you know what i mean like like I, like i can't wait to see what we're talking about Nemard. i can't wait to see what progressions uh benny math does this year because 
from my, by all accounts, he's like a he's a dog that loves to work. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where his game goes this year. You know, I'm in, I'm very interested to see to see where that goes. And then and then before we move on again, I have to admit, did you see Halliburton being this good in his career? I didn't. I didn't either. No. 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 I I knew he was gonna be talented. I didn't know he was gonna be like like like. like an all-star so quick. And people are still hating on him saying, yeah, he was an all-star, but no, no, no. He's only getting better. He's only getting better. No, facts. And and it's funny because, like, I didn't see a lot of him coming out of college, you know, and then when Sacramento did the thing where they drafted more point guards again because they maybe, remember they drafted him with Fox and then, um, and then they drafted Davion Mitchell, and you're like, why the hell does Sacramento have all these point guards? But the trade that they made, you know, to Indiana to get Sabonis – it actually really worked for both teams. Like they both filled yes. needs, and both of those guys became max level players within like a very short span of time. So right. it's like right. so so it's like in retrospect, it actually worked for everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it worked for everybody. But I like, I, but to all this to say is like, yeah, I didn't see how LeBron being this. Like that guy's man. He's like must see TV a lot of times. It's crazy with that funky shot too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that weird ass shot, it's crazy. It's crazy to see. All right. Number nine, number nine. Let's get to the beloveds. Let's get to the beloveds of the GTA, Randall. Let's get to the Toronto Raptors. Why, 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 why haven't the Raptors decided on a direction yet? Why haven't they not decided on a direction yet? Why? Well, I'll say this. I'm not a fan of what they're doing. But the one thing I'll say is that sometimes, right, um, status quo is okay and and what i mean by that is this we're all upset that they haven't made moves but in reflection and in credit to messiah and bobby we haven't seen like after the 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 the, the jacob the proto trade we, th- there was a lot of success with what was going on right mm-hmm. so we didn't really get a chance to see that come to fruition 360 Right, that's one. Right. Two is everyone is upset we lost Van Bleet, and I'm not going to go into the whole rehash. You already, all y'all know how I feel. I'm not hating on Van Bleet, <laughs> but I not as I'm not all in on giving Van Bleet all that money. Yeah, you 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 gave a Tiger Tiger Woods fist pump when he uh, when he took that contract. I mean, and mind no, you, I, no, no, I was pissed because we didn't get anything for him. For him, right? Exactly. Right? I think he he was worth something. He's not. He's not. Uh, Look, he's an all star, and we made him walk like that. Like, come on, man! Yeah. Like, if we made Malachi Flynn walk, I'd be fist pumping. Mm-hmm. Not, not him. <laughs> that opens up a roster spot because there's so many better people in the league that are looking for jobs than him. That I would have got in a heartbeat, like a heartbeat. I would got a solid vet point guard in and get rid of Malachi Flynn. I have no idea why he's still on this roster. Anyway, but. No, when, when I when I look at the way the was, the roster is compiled, I think the talent is there. I think there there's a lot of similar, like adverse to we talked about Orlando's roster full of guards. I think there was a trade there that could have been had to get a, to, to swap some of our length for a point guard. We have yeah. way too much length, you know. We we, we could have swapped to get a point guard. And I, I was going to say that earlier when we were talking yeah. about Orlando. Yeah, but I'm like, what are we doing? Like, that's the, like, look, I'm all for giving someone like um, Marquise Noel some opportunity, but he's not there yet. 
and yeah, I'm all in for like believing in buying, you know, whatever friend that we, his, his quote said, you know, bought into himself and all that. Yeah, great, good. But at the same time, this is this is grown man basketball, and basketball is meant for guys that are like around six four and up. Five nine guys are anomalies, and I'm not saying you can't bet on yourself and he's going to do well. But I'm not putting my cards in as him as a backup point guard right now. Maybe later in the line he'll prove it to us, and I'm all good on that. But we should have we should have went in and, and got at least for this draft got a guard. We don't need. I mean, we need shooting, but we could have got shooting in free agency. Yeah. You know, like, so we went in on Gra- Grady Dick. I'm not a fan of Grady Dick. Do I hate the move? No. But I just, again, it's like, what are we doing? Now, I do think that, and again, I've never been a huge fan of Nurse. I always felt like, the, the like, whatever Casey did, it wasn't that much different when Nurse left. It's, the only thing was that, you know, there was... It was the same roster, right? And we got Kawhi. Mm -hmm. So, like, that championship, okay, yeah, whatever. Like, give it to Nurse. He did some good subs. That was what he was better at Casey at, and I gave him that. But then later down the line, it went right back to the issues with Casey. Same shit when when we got rid of him, right? Exact same issues. So, this coach, for all intents and purposes, sounds like he he has more of an inclusive offense. I watched him play yesterday. The ball does move better. And the one thing I'm going to say, and, and, all y'all, I'm telling you now. Listen to this this part next year. Schroeder will have more of an impact on this team than Van Vliet did last year. Yeah, Yo, heard it first. You have been the Dennis Schroeder. Yo, I've Yo, been on him. Yo, you have so when been, he won the you, German. You have been on, the leader. I, I'm gonna. You have been the absolute flag bearer. Of the Dennis Shooter bandwagon for from the moment he stepped into the league, not dude. Not I was pissed we didn't draft him. Yo, so you must be happy as shit that I mean you you might get a Raptors jersey with his name on it. I might. I'm a huge Shooter <laughs> fan, man. I I, I love. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, but he's the ultimate point guard that if I was a coach, I would want. I'm telling you, like look, when everyone's like, "Yo, oh, he, he's he's killing that with the German national team," I'm like, "That's not like." What do you think he wouldn't? Listen, I, I'll say this: I like I like Schroeder. I don't like him as a starter. Okay. Like we we that's need to, to, that's to, fair to, enough. Yeah, fair we, with to, that. to me, fair to with me, that. we need to get a starting point guard. Like I think if he if he's coming off the bench, if he's your sixth man, oh, incredible! Oh, you know you're, what I mean? But I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want eighty two games of him in my starting lineup. No, listen. But, but I like him though. I do like him in that aspect. Like coming off the bench, yes. But go on, Bro, right, go on, go on, go on some more. Go on some more. I. <laughs> Listen, I'm not sure where he's at in his career, but I'll tell you this. If he was good enough to start on the Lakers, he's damn sure good enough to start on the Raptors. That's one, okay? And there was a point in time that everybody, everyone forgets this. There's a point in time that he he made that blunder where he says he did it, and we all know he made a blunder where he could have got, like, was it $80 million and he turned it down or something? And that was because he was a, they viewed him as a starting point guard. He is a starting point guard. Well, bes- just, bes- beside LeBron, though. You know what I mean? Listen, like, he was, when he was at OKC, he was a sixth man. And really, and honestly, it was like he should have been a starter. And one of the main reasons why they, 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 um, they did so well is because of him. Yeah. It's not, it's not, listen, 
Um, he had some time to develop in, in Atlanta. I don't think it was the right situation for him, to be honest. Definitely was the best situation was OKC, but he went on to, to, to L.A. Fine. I don't think L.A. was the right situation for him. And before all that, I don't think Boston. I think Boston was a horrible situation for him. I think this is a great situation for him. <laughs> like, I think you could not have asked for a better situation. For him. Not, for him, yeah. For him. Yeah. For him. Yeah, like, I, and again, b- based on what I've seen, the style of play that we're going to play, it fits him perfectly. Did you watch him play last night? No, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch the, the first game. He was amazing. He was good. He moved the ball well. His defense, he's active. He He's actually, like, a lot longer a ranger than he looks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, look, man. I'm not again. I, I wouldn't argue with you by saying that he should. He's not a starting. He shouldn't be our starting point guard. I'm not going to be that naive. But the one thing I will say is that he he he'll have an impact because there was a point that everyone thought Van Vliet should have been a starting point guard. Like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, did everybody okay? Like, he had a good playoff. Was everyone expecting him to be that great? I didn't think the whole experiment of Lowry and him in the backcourt was great. Let's be honest. I remember you weren't a fan of that. It was terrible. It was stupid. You weren't a fan, yeah. of that. but but you can't. Say, a... But you can't say that was. I mean, it wasn't a failure though. At the same time, it wasn't a failure, but it wasn't ideal. It wasn't sustainable, right? And I'm not saying that shorter is sustainable either. I'm saying that all intents and purposes, him playing right right now in the position he is, he will. That's why we have him in a play-in and not out of the playoffs. Because a lot of people have him out of the playoffs. And I don't, and I even go as far to say is that I would say they could maybe forget. I mean, people have him out of the play-in. I could go as far to say is I think they can leapfrog New York. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Okay, I don't, I don't know about that. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with that one at least to me. But the, the great thing about these things, I don't, um, you know, next year we can go back and listen back into this, and I, and I could be dead wrong. You could be showering yourself with roses after this and be like, I told you they were better than New York. You know what I mean? But Well, we'll, we'll... I said I think they could be better than yeah. New York. But like like I, I like the Eastern Conference is very is interesting because we already know who the top four kind of five shakes out to be year in, year out. But then there's that that that, that other mid tier group that always goes up and that up and down. Yeah. And there's always one team that comes in. Last year was the Knicks. There's always one team that yeah. comes in and you're like, oh shoot, they shocked people. Oh, they're better than we thought yeah, they were. That's true. Yeah. That's, like that's... I, I Raptors are always a team. The, the, the team has not changed. Well but before, like, I'm just telling Well I will say this too with the Siakam thing because to me the Siakam thing is, is a dilemma because by all accounts he, he wants to stay here and he would be eligible right now, well, for the next summer for 192 over four years. Or if he makes one of the All-NBA teams, 290 over five, you know, if, if he lands on an All-NBA, All-NBA roster. And you'll have to pay it because that's the going rate for an All-Star, which is around like $50 million minimum at this stage now. And because the Raptor historically have a hard time landing free agents, even though everybody loves the city, you got to take care of your own. But but, do we want to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of like Beal in DC. It's like we're gonna commit this money to to Siakam, and it's like, but that's our best player. Like, yeah. and, and, and this and this is to me my question at the beginning of this is like, what direction? Like, I can't believe we haven't picked a direction yet. I don't care what mm-hmm. it is, just pick something. We're like in the middle of 
we're going to plan for the future, but we also want to still compete for a title. Like, I mean, Masai was saying that he didn't think, like, he thought what Miami did, he thought maybe, you know, what a bounce here, a bounce there, that could have been the Raptors. And I'm like, I don't see that. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay, but even, no. if, but if you, even if you feel that way, okay, just commit to one. You can't commit mm -hmm. to both. Like, Grady Dick signing him or, sorry, drafting him, you got to do that, whatever, it's fine. But, like, that's on Scotty's timeline. That's not on Siakam's timeline. And now you got Siakam, OG, and Trent all becoming free agents or eligible to become mm -hmm. free agents this summer. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so are we taking one last shot at this and blowing this up? Do we just flip mm -hmm. them now? Like, like the reason why OG, again, we've been saying this for months, or basically for the last couple of years, why he's so coveted is because of that contract. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's not making a ton of money for the value that he brings, right? Mm -hmm. So so it's like, okay, like, can we just use – let's just do something. Like, I just don't mm -hmm. want to be in this limbo situation. And then, and then obviously, and, and I think the other thing too is, is Scotty going to overcome? You know what I mean? Like he's he's definitely like now with Van Vliet being gone, he's definitely because you can see at la last year like he was lost a lot of times on the court. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, and I don't know if it was because of the system, if it was because of him, a little bit of both. It's probably more of a little bit of mixture of both. You know, especially mm -hmm. with the attitude and stuff. But like he's definitely gonna have more responsibility on him. You know, but is he gonna make that leap? Because for for you to project that they you know maybe one of those teams that slide forward, it's gonna be because he makes that leap where he's maybe you know maybe he's averaging twenty plus points a game. Like if he's getting to the point where he's he's going from fifteen to twenty one, twenty two, it changes the, the the trajectory of the Raptors. You know, like even this mm. season. But if he's still like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, it's like yeah, like just you know what I mean. Like figure this out. Like they just gotta figure this out. There's too many. Like I feel, I feel like him and Siakam are still kind of doing the same things. Just figure this out, man. Like just, like you know, I love Messiah. Like I, we always preach Messiah we trust, but like you're you're hearing some people wavering on that now, and it's like I don't necessarily blame them because you're like, okay, we're, we've been in this spot for the last two years now. Can we just make a decision? Either go all in and try to get players for that, because like you know, we I don't know, you know, based on the rumors, I don't know how how close we were to getting Lillard. But, like, if you're going to do that, then okay. Then flip Scotty then, too, and now just go all in. Or go the other way and tank and let's get some, get some, you know, continuity with some of the younger players and just rise with those guys. I just want us to do pick a direction. We just – we're in this – when teams are in this prediction, they usually ends up going nowhere. And I think that's where we are. So, like, I, I would like – you know, I, I root for the city. I root for the Raptors. So I, I want to see what happens, but – I just want them to pick a direction. Just, just for God's, just pick a direction. That's all I want. Just pick a direction. <laughs> Good Lord. Thank you for checking out the lottery portion of the Eastern Conference. All right, so come back tomorrow for part two of the Eastern Conference preview of our week-long NBA season preview. All right, so come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Come on back. Come on back. All right, and join me right here on the Half Podcast. On South Sharaf Radio. Until tomorrow, same time. Let's go.